because the outside world rejects you. Hey, what's up, Turtles fans? Today we're going to take an in-depth look at our great leader, Leonardo, from the original 1990s Ninja Turtles trilogy. Original trilogy Leonardo now, although at the beginning of the original movie we get glimpses of Raphael, Leonardo was the first live action Ninja Turtle that we got a complete look at on the big screen when he jumped around the corner of the sewers. And it was beautiful. When it comes to this version of Leonardo, he is the leader you know and love. But in the first movie, he doesn't seem quite like a seasoned leader yet. He appears to still be learning. After coming home from their first battle, he is just as excited and celebratory as his other brothers, and it takes him a minute to check himself back into cool, calm, collected leader mode as he explains to Splinter that they fought well. Now there isn't too many moments that one could use to gauge the turtles fighting abilities compared to each other in this original trilogy, but I think it's safe to say that this Leonardo is a tad bit more skilled than his other three brothers. Biggest example being when they face the Shredder in the final fight. All the brothers take a shot at Shredder and fail, but Leo appears to be the only one that gets a good shot in on him. Also in the third movie, they jokingly expand on Leo being a natural talent. Although his leader qualities stay throughout the trilogy, his personality does change a bit as he slowly gets more and more silly as the movies went on, and not so serious and focused like that first movie. This version of Leo has an interesting dynamic with Raphael when it comes to their rivalry. In the first movie it's more heated, they butt heads due to Leonardo wanting to come up with a plan to find Splinter while Raphael wants to go looking right away. They argue for a while and go separate ways. The second movie has them go at each other a bit as well but it's resolved a lot more quickly and in the third movie it's touched on very little. If we're going off the T-files of the old Ninja Turtles DVD of this movie, his favorite music appears to be traditional Japanese and favorite book is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. His personal profile reads, Leonardo is interested in order and tries to be the leader of the TMNT. When accused of being too stringent in his expectations, Leonardo responds, I'm not striving to be perfect, only perfectly proficient. He loves his family more than life itself and feels responsible for their protection, which is shown as he watches over Raphael as he recovers from his injuries in that first movie. Leo in this version appears to be the first of the four brothers to tap into some type of meditative force connection where Splinter communicates with him. This Leo was transformed by a green colloidal gel as it's described by Professor Perry, or ooze as we know it, that originated from a TGRI laboratory. From the T-Files, it says Leonardo stands at 5 feet 1 inches tall and weighs 170 pounds, although old magazine clippings from around that time have him roughly at 4 feet 7 inches and 150 pounds. He has brown eyes and wields the katanas, although they do appear to look slightly more like ninjato, though the two weapons differ very slightly. He has two skinny straps going up diagonally up his chest in the same direction and wears his weapons crisscrossed on his back. The belt and elbow pads are a brown leather color and texture. His look changes throughout the trilogy. The first movie has him with a more focused look on his face. The snout is puffed up more than following versions, giving the first movie's Leonardo the most accurate 
classic Ninja Turtle face out of all the renditions. In the first movie, he has a very detailed grungy green color to him. In Secret of the Use, the look changes a bit. The chest midsection area is not as detailed and it appears flatter than the previous version. His face has changed as well. The snout isn't as puffed up as high. He also seems to be more wide-eyed and not as focused looking. His headband is also a lot brighter and looks less lived in and more like a prop. In the third movie, he has the most drastic change. The chest and midsection area is not very detailed at all compared to the previous ones. It's very flat. The color of the green on his body also becomes a lot brighter and not as grungy. The shape of the face changes completely. His head appears more elongated. The snout is not puffed up at all. In fact, it appears dented in on both the left and right side, creating a bridge of the nose of sorts. The teeth are shown a lot more in this version as well, and it didn't appear to receive the same level of embrace that the part one and secret of the use versions of Leonardo did. The liver spots, although present in all three movies, designs of the turtles are a lot more noticeable in part three. Now, although the look got stranger, Leonardo in part three does appear to be a lot more agile. The suits are a bit hard to track down, but images of ones that have been restored can be found online. This one appearing to be Leonardo from the original Ninja Turtles movie that has been restored, and others from part three can be seen as well from other places. <laughs> this Leonardo has obviously appeared in all three movies, in the original trilogy. Though debatable amongst some fans, this Leonardo is also the same Leonardo from the 2007 TMNT movie, according to the director. But we'll talk about that Leonardo on another Turtles profile video. This Leo, along with one other brother, seem to be the only ones that recorded extra footage in the 1990 movie suit for the Turtle Power music video by Partners in Crime. And also, if you look closely, you see this Leo and his brothers in the Turtles Forever 2003 animated movie as part of the multiverse. In the original trilogy, Leonardo was played by two people per movie, an actor inside the suit and an actor doing the voiceover. The first movie had David Foreman in the suit. He is also credited as playing a gang member in the movie as well. Foreman did not play Leonardo in the sequels, but in the 1991 film, Bernard and the Genie, a boy playing with a Leonardo action figure is stunned when it magically transforms into a real Ninja Turtle. Foreman is credited at the end of the movie as portraying the turtle. Though, as many of you know, this is the Secret of the Use Leonardo suit, so Foreman appears to have donned the Secret of the Use suit at least for a very short time period. Foreman went on to do more acting and work as a stuntman in movies like Superman 4 and The Neverending Story Part 3, and more recently movies like Star Wars Rogue One and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Foreman appears to be the guy in Ready Player One that freaks out when he loses all his money and heads for a window to jump out of. Now when it comes to the voice acting, the same actor, Brian Toshi, voiced him in all three movies of the original trilogy, but this is not the only time Toshi has worked on the Ninja Turtles. In an episode in 1993 of the original 87 cartoon titled White Belt Black Heart, Toshi voiced the character named Yokumogo. He is the grandson of Splinter's mentor that came to study with Splinter at one point. Here, have a listen. Hold it right there. I'll be happy to hold this for you. 
Hearing 90s Leonardo come from another character is pretty cool. Toshi also acted in Police Academy 3 and 4 and is Takashi in Revenge of the Nerds. Now Mark Castle played Leonardo inside the suit in Secret of the Ooze and Turtles 3. Mark was a national gymnast competitor, apparently in 1980, way before he did the Turtles movies. Mark took a tumble during practice and broke his fifth and sixth vertebrae in his neck. An LA Times article from 1991 describes the injury. It reads, he was paralyzed for 90 minutes. Using a bone from his hip, doctors surgically fused his spine together to create support for his neck. They drilled four holes in his skull and constructed a hollow brace. It's crazy to think 11 years later, this man was Leonardo. You, know, you can either lay down or, and die, or you can just stand up and fight, you know, and I've always been a fighter. In Secret of the Ooze, Mark makes a cameo in the newsroom when Donatello calls April. He is the one that informs April that she has a call on the line. Mark went on to do more work, even being a stunt double for Sub-Zero in the Mortal Kombat movie, although IMDb has it as uncredited. One of the last things Leonardo does in the original trilogy is briefly contemplate staying in the past as Michelangelo and Raphael. Raphael try to convince him since they don't have to live in hiding in that time period and that they're appreciated there. He flirts with the idea for a bit, but comes to the conclusion that they have to go back to their present time, that it is their destiny, that if they stay in the past, they'll interfere with too many lives, and that that would be selfish. And this convinces Raph to go back, and eventually Mikey as well. Hey guys, did you enjoy this turtle profile? Well, hit subscribe and join us on this journey as we explore different characters throughout the Turtles universe and what they're all about. Also, if you're new to the channel and you just want more turtles in your life, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That's all we talk about on here is new, old, upcoming Ninja Turtle stuff. Thanks everyone for watching. I'll see you next time on the next Turtle Profile. Hey Turtle fans, thanks for watching the video. Don't forget to follow me on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's a good way to stay in touch with the channel. And also if you want, go ahead and give the video a share on your social media platforms, Reddit, Twitter, all that stuff. And let's spread turtle mania to the world. Once again, thanks everyone for watching. It really does mean a lot.